everyone. Welcome to my podcast hosted by me, Judy Kopsar. I hope you enjoy today's episode. Greetings, health seekers. Welcome to the Master Your Thoughts podcast. Welcome to our Facebook Live family. I hope that you're listening to this on any of our podcast platforms. And I'd love to hear your comments uh, when you come on. Tell me where you're watching from if you're on Facebook Live. If you're listening to this on the podcast, then like, comment, share, share far and wide. Uh, Judy Pearson Cobbs are here. Another great episode of Master Your Thoughts. And today's episode is on the one thing. Now, why Master Your Thoughts podcast? Why is this podcast worthy? Why is this worthy of a weekly intensive effort to share wisdom, tools, experiences around mastering your thoughts? Because our thoughts literally dictate our life. Not only have I experienced this in my life personally, uh, but I have done tons of training, certifications, education around it. And also over the past 16 years working in Wellness Method Clinic, we have seen, experienced, witnessed, been a part of people's lives literally transforming more than just with their physical health, with their emotional and mental health as well, because we focus on helping them master your thoughts. So we've seen it literally put into practice. I've experienced it myself. Dr. Kobsar has experienced it. We put a lot of time and effort into it, and um, it is truly life-changing when you can understand how your thoughts shape your life, then you truly become a master of your life when you master your thoughts. Okay, so today's episode is on the one thing. Well, what is the one thing? The one thing is that one thing that is holding you back and keeping you away from getting to the next level with your health. Or, you know, I mean, I'm always going to be talking about health, but it could be the next level of your life because it can relate to every aspect of your life. But in in this example, we're going to use what is that one thing that's keeping you from getting to the next level of your health? Now, that one thing you know, you're thinking of what it is right now because I'm asking you that. And if you want, you can put that in the comments if you're watching this on Facebook Live. But typically that one thing is something that you see as a barrier or a challenge in your life. But when actuality, it's a thought. It starts out being a person, maybe a situation, an experience, a crisis, a barrier, but actually what it truly is, is a thought. And I'm going to break that down for you so that you can help, so I can help you understand, like, what do I mean by that? Okay. It also could be a thought that you haven't even had yet, because you might be at a place in your health where you just really don't feel like it's time to be putting a priority on it. It just isn't something that you're thinking about. It just isn't something that has come to the surface, even though you might be struggling with something. But maybe it just isn't time for you to be thinking about it. Well, I am hoping that if that is you, that this podcast, this Facebook Live is going to prompt you and is going to help you shift and switch and start thinking about it. Because once you start thinking about it, different thoughts will form and I'll explain how that happens. And then you can make decisions and think things that are going to lead to actually better health and wellness. So <clears throat> the one thing 
is the barrier that's keeping you from better health. Now, I wish there was a different word than health because the word health, you know, it just gets overused. It gets used so much. So the definition of health, when you look that up in the dictionary, is defined as the state of being free from illness or disease or injury. Okay, so to me, that just means status quo. That just means that you're just not struggling. But to me, that's not what health is. So I would rather like to think, you know, it's good to be free from illness, but I would rather like to think that health is more than just the freedom of that. Because here's the real. Illness and disease is always going to be chasing us because we're aging. So I don't want to continue to be running away from illness and disease. I would rather set my sights on being free from illness and beyond, meaning set my sights standing on my wellness, my optimal health, and my well-being. That that be an active thing, right? That that I am actively doing and seeking every single day of my life to be my most optimal health for that season. Because again, we're always aging, so we're never getting to the top of health mountain and then just sitting on the mountain looking around going, I'm healthy now, <laughs> right? We're always going to be working for optimal health, but I don't want to be running from illness and disease. I want to be rather standing on my wellness, my well-being, and my optimal health. Okay, so <clears throat> that's just kind of a side note of how to define health. I would rather think of it as wellness and well-being and optimal wellness. Okay, so what's your one thing that's getting in the way of that? What is your one thing that's getting in the way of you taking your health, your wellness, your well-being to the next level? Are you thinking things right now like money? That's my one thing. Um, time, job, family. I don't have any support. Okay, do you hear those? Those sound common, and those are actually a lot of the commonly stated answers to that question. What is the one thing that's getting in the way of your wellness? Here's the deal, though. That isn't actually the thing. There is a thought underneath that thing, a thought feeding that thing. Now, you think it's that you don't have time, and you think that maybe it's your family, and you think that it's because you don't have the money, but here's the thing. Let me break it down for you. If if you resonated with the money one, like... I don't, I can't afford to be well because my insurance doesn't pay for it. Well, thank God your insurance doesn't pay for it because all insurance pays for is sick care and managing your sickness. So no, we do have to invest in ourselves. So yes, it requires money, just like you pay money for your car and your phone and your computer and your, the thing, your clothes and the things that you do in your life, your hobbies, right? Your health and wellness is the same thing. It is no different. It is an investment in, it's not an expense. It's not like paying your energy bill, right? It is an investment in your life. So if money is your thing and you're like, yeah, you know, that resonates with me. I don't have the money. I can't afford it. Well, your one thing actually isn't money. Your one thing is actually you don't value yourself enough to put a price tag on your health. Okay. Your, your one thing is your worth is that you don't think you're worth literally a $300 a month car payment because that's literally how much baseline a wellness program is, a $300 a month credit card payment. So, so your one thing is the worth that you've put on yourself and your life and your health and wellness. So your one thing isn't money. Your one thing is your worth. That's what's getting in your way. 
Okay, that that's the thought. It's your self worth. It's what kind of value you put on it, right? So, so another example is um, if it's your job, right? Like time, like my job. It's time. You know, what I, I don't have time. Okay, well then your thought that is underneath that because it isn't really your job. Your job isn't standing there saying, hello, I'm your job and I don't want you to be well. You are not allowed to be well. You need to stay in the struggle. That Your job isn't doing that. The time that you spend in your job isn't doing that. The actual issue is that you think, this is, this is how we you know have to look at our thoughts, you think that your work and the tasks that you have to complete are more important than your life. And your one thing is that your priorities are messed up. Okay, now I'm being really real with y'all today. That's the real, is, is that it, it's actually the thought that your priorities are, are out of whack, that you think work is supposed to be what you do, that that's why you live, you live to work. And you're saying, well, Jude, you know, I have to pay my bills. Yeah, you have to pay your bills, but there are plenty of other ways as in this time of, of the world, there are so many different ways besides a nine to five or in addition to a nine to five that you can earn money that does not strip you of the thought that all your time has to be dedicated to work and paying bills and getting out of debt that actually that you can actually spend time on yourself. So that has to do with priorities. So that's a thought. You keep telling yourself that you don't have time for that because work is so busy, that it's so stressful, that it's so chaotic. But really it's it's a priority issue. So do you see how your one thing can be you think that it's your job or your time, but it's actually the fact that you're not prioritizing what is truly valuable in life, which is you and your life and your wellness and your well-being. So your thoughts actually have you trapped. You feel like there's no way out. Your thoughts are giving up on you. Okay, it's not the job that's giving up on you and saying you're not allowed to be well. It's your thoughts because there's struggle Many of you that are listening to this right now are struggling with your health. Maybe it's that you have excess inflammation. I know that you think about your health. I know that you think, I wish I could get more sleep. I wish I wasn't so stressed. I wish I wasn't on these one, two, three, five medications. I wish I didn't have to take medication for blood sugar. I wish my blood pressure was lower. I wish that I wasn't carrying all this excessive weight and that I wasn't so tired and fatigued at the end of the day and losing focus. Like, I know you think about that because I struggled with health issues in my past and it consumes you. And so your thoughts are dictated based on how you physically feel and it causes your energy to be sent in a different focus. So I'm going to tell you a story about a mentor of mine who he figured out his one thing. He thought his one thing was something else, but it was really this other thing. And this was a mentor of mine who I've, I've studied with him. He is, he's like a business guru. I've, I've bought his coaching programs, his time. He's a high achiever. He's, he's expansive in the world of business and coaching and personal development. Well, he was wrecked at one point in his life. He was going through a divorce or he had gone through a divorce and he had kids. They were young kids. And he was just completely certain that his life was unraveling because his kids' lives were now going to suffer because of his divorce. He had, he, that, that, that's what he thought it was. He just thought his whole life was unraveling because of this. 
and he started to have anxiety and he started to have health issues and he started to have panic attacks and his everything was becoming affected. And when he when he got help because he reached out for help to another guru, another guru of mine, but also another guru of his, he figured out through self-reflection and a lot of self-honesty that his one thing was that he he was a leader in his life. Like he led everything, massive business, massive staff, team, conferences, all of this. But his one thing that he figured out is that he needed to let his ex-wife lead in this family dynamic that they were entering into. And he needed to become friends with his ex-wife and come under her and come under her lead And that was different for him, but that was his one thing that he needed to shift where he thought it was that he had to grab onto his kids and make sure that their life was perfect. Well, if he had done that, that was the wrong one thing. When he figured out the one thing was that he had to let his ex-wife lead and become friends with her and be honest with her and be humble and vulnerable with her. That that was the one thing that settled everything down in his life. His health issues went away, his panic attacks, his anxiety, he started sleeping better. So I want you to think about that. There's always a thought that's going to feed the one thing. And if you're not focused on the right one thing, it's going to continue to take over your life and cause issues. So there's this story about... Um, a wolf. Okay. So I know you may have heard this, but this Indian chief was teaching his grandson a lesson about life and he was teaching him about his thoughts. And he said, you know, there's two wolves in your life. There's the wolf that is kind of dark and evil and carries the thoughts of like burden and low self-worth and low self-esteem. And so this Indian chief is telling his grandson about this life lesson. And the grandson is, you know, asking the chief these questions and the chief tells this story about a wolf that just makes it all clear for this little boy. And and the, the chief says, there are two wolves in your life and in your head and in your mind, and they battle all the time. And one wolf is, is the dark wolf and the evil wolf. And that is the wolf that has thoughts of darkness and struggle and shame and regret and blame and um, excuses and all of these negative things. And the other wolf is the wolf of light. And that is the wolf of empowerment and authority and overcoming and vibrancy and vitalness and trust and faith and they're always going at it in your mind and the grandson said well papa which is the wolf that wins the battle and the chief said my grandson it is the wolf that you feed so whichever wolf you feed in your mind that is going to be the wolf that wins. So we have to win our thoughts and we have to understand that there is one thing. If you can find your one thing. Now, now I want to explain to you something about your one thing because you might be thinking, well, you know, I have I have a lot of things going on in my life. Okay, well, here's the thing. Your one thing changes. So as you grow and evolve in life, you're always going to have a new one thing because it's going to evolve. So I want you to think about like, what are you struggling with? What what are you struggling with daily? What are the things that you're saying to yourself? What takes up space in your mind? Okay. Because when you are strapped with that kind of energy and just in the struggle of excuses and you're not, you're not saying yes to your health, there is something that's getting in the way of that. 
there is, and, and your one thing is going to change. Once you find your one thing, then you're going to be able to clear that out and you're going to ride through a season of victory and winning for a long time. And then you're going to hit another one thing. Okay. So I don't say that to, you know, tell you you're always going to be in the struggle of your one thing. I say it because as we grow and are truthful with ourselves and really look at ourselves and break down what our barriers are and the things that are stopping us, that those one things, you move through them quicker. So when my first daughter was born, um, I was in a lot of pain. So things shifted in the delivery and I went back to dancing too soon and I pulled some things and my pelvic floor shifted and all this horrible stuff and I was in a lot of pain and I was dealing with digestive issues and a lot of body pain. Well, I didn't really know that I wasn't supposed to experience that kind of pain because I hadn't been introduced to wellness yet. And so I thought that my one thing was that I didn't have time to focus on myself because I had a new baby. And I didn't even know that you could focus on yourself, to tell you the truth. But when I look back, my one thing that kept running through my mind was like, I, I just don't deserve to focus on me. Now, I can say that now because it's well-defined, but I, I couldn't articulate that then. All I did was continue to make decisions that didn't have anything to do with me deserving a better life. My decisions, because I had such low self-worth and I didn't believe that I deserved to be happy or healthy or well, honestly, I didn't even know that that existed. I didn't search for it. I didn't desire it. So my one thing was that I just, I didn't, I didn't deserve it. Like I just was kind of meant to struggle. And that goes back to a lot of pain and regret and a lot of destruction and damage and, and neglect and trauma that I had had in my life, that it formulated these thoughts about myself that I just didn't, didn't deserve much more than this, that this is just how it was going to be. This is just how my life was going to be. And so that was my one thing, but it took me a while to actually get to it, that I deserved goodness. Um, and so I stayed in the struggle a really long time. So my goal here is to help you move through that that learning curve a lot faster, okay? So when you determine what that one thing is, then what do you do? So you're saying, okay, that's great, Judy. You're going to help me with my learning curve. Well, what do you do when you determine your one thing, right? And remember, your one thing is always going to be disguised as something else, your family, your job, a person, a situation, a crisis, a challenge, right? But there's something underneath it. And we went through that to determine that. So what do you do when you figure out your one thing? So... <clears throat> First of all, you get real about your one thing and then you demolish it. So your one thing is going to always be deeper than you think it is. First of all, we went over that and then you write about it. You can write yourself a letter, but you got to put it out into the universe and you have to get real with it so that you are looking straight at your one thing, your real one thing. Okay, not your job, not your family, not your situation, not your chaos, but your real one thing, your self-worth thing, or your priorities are messed up, or you don't value yourself enough, okay? And then you write it down, and you get really clear with it, and then you make a plan to go after it and obliterate it and demolish it, and usually that plan looks like getting help. It looks like asking for help, getting a mentor, finding somebody who has been through this, or, or somebody that you already have in your life that's some kind of like mentor or coach or guru of yours and getting help of how to do it. I always 
go to somebody who knows more than me. I don't ever want to be the smartest person in the room, and I don't want that for you. So you go after it hard, and you focus 90% on solutions. 10%, you know, you got to look at the problem and wallow in it a little bit, but don't live there. Don't sit in that mud, right? You're looking for solutions. Now, I want to just reiterate before we close here one thing that I said, and I said that your one thing is going to kind of change as you go through life because as you as you determine your one thing and you move through it, right, just like my mentor determined that having a different kind of relationship with his ex-wife was going to be the thing that just calmed everything down in his life. So when, when you determine it and you make a plan and you get it out of the way, which he did, he fully made a plan and he succumbed to her and submitted to her. There's going to be like this season of winning and everything's great. And then you're going to start moving and growing and shifting and changing and evolving. And you're going to hit another one thing. You're going to boom, slam right into it. And you're going to have to clear out that one thing. So an example of that is years ago, my one thing was that I didn't deserve anything, right? That was after my daughter was born and had gone through a lot of trauma. Well, recently I've been running up against a one thing. And I thought my one thing was I don't have time because that's the thought that's always in my head that I'm saying that's stopping me from getting to the next level lately. And I'm just going to be really transparent with you. When I went in and really looked at what is that really? Because it isn't that I don't have time. It came down to that my one thing is that I didn't want to be vulnerable because I'm a, I'm in a leadership position. I lead my family. I lead my team. I lead so many people. I, I, I lead my kids. I, I lead, I have two different teams running the clinic team and the, and the other team. And I'm in a leadership position and I can't be vulnerable. I'm the one that always has to have the answers. So when I actually realized that my one thing was that I needed to be vulnerable and actually realized that I needed to pour it, I needed people to pour into me. Right, Because being in a leadership position, you're typically pouring into other people. I had to get really clear about that, that I needed to be vulnerable and allow people to pour into me and for me to learn how to receive. Because when I do that with other people, I see the fruits of all that time and all that pouring into people. But I had to become vulnerable enough because I want to get to the next level to say, you know what? It's okay. Like I'm normally the ones who's like, no, I got this. I'm good. I can figure it out. No, I needed to be able to receive and to have people in my corner and for me and thinking about me and praying for me and meditating for me and helping me find solutions. And I needed to be able to receive that and to feel vulnerable and that that was my one thing. It has been my one thing lately that I've been working on. So you see how that's very different of a one thing than the one thing of that I just didn't deserve any goodness in my life. Like those are two very different on very different levels. So when you start to get a hang of this and figuring out that your one thing really isn't that person in your life that you think is messing up your life, but it's actually something much deeper. You put that plan into action. You reach out for help. You understand that you're going to demolish it and move through it. Then you're going to have a season of breakthroughs and winning. And then as you grow, you're going to run into another one thing. And then you're going to know how to handle that one. That That is just how you just step up in life, is just handling that one thing. 
All right, you guys, I think this was so cool to talk about. I'm so glad that I got to get it out to you. I want it to be helpful to you. That's why I do these Master Your Thoughts. Um, so, you know, take the action items that I state here. Um, you know, find your one thing, write it down. Like, like, just go big or go home and get to that next level of your health. Find out that one thing that is stopping you from really saying, no, I deserve to be well, and I'm going to be well, and I'm going to stand on my wellness, and I'm going to continue to actively, intently seek optimal wellness. All right, everybody have a blessed day, and I'll see you next week. Thank you for listening to my podcast, and I hope you will join me again next week for a brand new episode.